don't be afraid of like making mistakes um, and failing at everything until it works. Things aren't going to happen immediately for you and you're okay just sticking out something like I think you'll you'll be okay. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of The Bit Between. Today I've got Jack from Album Art Archive here. How's it going Jack? I'm good mate, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. That's quite a mouthful of a name to say to say in an intro. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can, you can do AAA or AAA or whatever. That's how I, in my okay. head, have it yeah. so I don't have to say the whole name all the time. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. Um, <laughs> so before we kind of get into this, do you want to give the viewers, you know, an overview of what you do, who you are, how you kind of got there? Yeah, um, so I run an Instagram page, which is probably why, like most people know me, called Album Art Archive, um, where I do like advice stuff, um, resources, free stuff, uh, paid like textures and, and things like that. Uh, and I also take commissions as well and, and do a lot of freelance stuff in the music industry, which no one knows me for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of Instagram clout. Is great until nobody knows yeah. you for your own personal work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, so how did you kind of uh, come up with this idea of um, selling these digital assets and, and making a name for yourself in this kind of industry? Yeah, it's definitely not my idea. Um, there's loads of people who, who are doing it before. Uh, and to be honest, I before I was doing like artwork, uh, I tried to do music for a long time, uh, and I spent probably probably thousands of pounds on like sample packs, um, presets, uh, like project files and, and stuff like that. Um, and when I started getting more into doing artwork and visuals and stuff again, um, everywhere me and my girlfriend would go like straight, like if there's a texture not on a bin of like a poster that's been ripped off like she'd turn around and I'm taking a picture of it or whatever to use on a commission so yeah when things like black market and like um I think design syndrome were doing it before me when they like popped up and I bought stuff from them I was like oh this I could do this um so yeah but I, it's not my idea so credit to like black market and all those people who did it before yeah you kind of I mean, there's there's an art in itself there of taking somebody else's idea, making your own. You know, you've given out like a whole bunch of free things, which not that many people have done. You've given out like different types of um, assets and, and resources. So, I mean, I think you've done a good enough job of making it your own and kind of um, taking that idea and running with it, you know? Yeah, thank you. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who are just kind of, uh, they don't realize you have to really stick at it. Like no one bought my first thing. No one bought my second thing. No one bought my third thing. <laughs> Maybe like one person bought the fifth thing I did. Um, so yeah, it's like, it, it's, it takes a while to get going with it. Cause yeah. you need people to trust you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you briefly mentioned there the whole music career or, or lack of music career, let's lack say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to go into kind of, how that got started um, and then how that yeah, yeah. transition happened to you doing this whole graphic design thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a long story uh, if if I want it to be a long story, but I don't I, I can tell you 
the important bits, I, I guess, or the bits that people might learn something from. Yeah. Um, so I did graphic design at school, uh, at high school, as a kid, secondary school, as a kid. Um, and I was doing it like in my spare time at home on like my mum's laptop, um, designing like Call of Duty, YouTube, uh, banners. Classic. And, yeah, whatnot. And I made some speed art stuff and put it on YouTube. Um, in like, I found a screenshot this year actually of, of one of my old videos from 2011. And I was like, oh man, I've been doing this for way too long. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. So anyway, I quit that eventually. I don't know. I just, I just got bored of it uh, as you do as a kid. Um, and I was doing at school like this music technology, like backstage um, sound engineering and stuff as one of my courses. Uh, and one of my teachers uh, called Pete Williams had his own record label and could play every single instrument that, that there is and used to record all his stuff on like old tape machines and, and stuff like that. And um, I I loved that stuff way more than I loved any of the other courses I was doing. Um, so when I went to choose like university and, and stuff like that, uh, I picked music technology because it was kind of a link there between what I'd been doing at school um, and kind of went there really unprepared. Um, I started producing music uh, and I, I can produce music probably still now. I've got Logic on a MacBook over there, uh, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't point to, uh, maybe point to a C on a piano. Um, I couldn't read any sheet music. I'm terrible at maths and physics um, so the music technology course at Huddersfield University, where I went, uh, it just wasn't for me. So, uh, dropped out. I can't remember what the original question was. You like, how, how did, how did you fail your music career? <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped out. Um, I really like tried, I gave it everything I had after I dropped out. I made, um, I made loads of music and it, it just kind of went nowhere. It was like a, I was just pouring money into a hole. Um, and I'd been making my own album covers. I'd started like a small record label. It was just a SoundCloud page, but I was making all the album covers for those releases by like my friends on there. Um, and when I stopped doing music, I still wanted to do all that stuff. And I'd now met loads of musicians and like networked if you like, with um, a lot of producers. So there was opportunity to then get paid for the design work and just ditch the music altogether. Um, I think that answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> sort so, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you, well, how did you know when it was time to kind of give up on that journey? Because you went pretty far with it, it seems, spending all that money and putting all that time into uh, the music so how did you know yeah. when it was time to transition? It it was I I spent a ton of money on it. It wasn't my money though. It was like a student overdraft, right? Um, student loan, uh, you know. Um, so I wasn't making that money back. Um, I don't think I ever made any money from music in like three years that I did it. Um, but to be honest, like I knew that I knew that it just wasn't gonna work because like my music was just not as good as other people's. Um, and like, I, st I literally stopped enjoying music because I would listen to it and I'd be like, oh, my, I could never make this. 
Um, whereas before I could just, in, you know, enjoy music and, and stuff like that. Then when I started working on album covers or cover art and stuff for people's music, um, and I could like be free of it again. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I just, I enjoyed that a lot more basically. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that was how long ago? Would you say? Um, so I dropped out, I think I dropped out in 2018. So that would be like 2016, 2017 when I was pursuing music. Yep. Um, stopped in 2018. Yeah. And then that's kind of when you picked up this whole graphic design thing. And so how long did it take for you to go from not making any money from your own thing, doing music to kind of, you know, full-time freelancer and having this whole thing sorted and, you know, making money from it, making a living from it. So, um, f- from, from then to full-time, uh, so dropped out in 2018, um, didn't have a job or anything, uh, still tried it for like, I think I tried it for like six months and then I just, I had to get a job. So, um, I got a job in this call center and it was like, it just absorbed my life. Like I didn't do anything creative for probably like a year. Um, I, I was just, it's like you, you would work till like 8 PM and on a work on a Saturday. So you don't, yeah, you're just not really like in the, in the right set of mind to do anything creative. But, um, then me and my girlfriend moved in together and this here now I'm in the loft of our house. And, um, when we moved in, I was like, right, I want a desk, uh, to, to do something like I want, I just want some space to do something like music or artwork or whatever. This was just like a laptop here. And now I've got like the PC, the screens, I've got all the paint and stuff over there. It was mostly just like having my own space and having some like financial freedom of, of having my own job yeah, and not being an unemployed music student. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I can't, I, I wonder if you don't mind going into it, what did your, what did your parents think? of your whole musical um endeavor and and dropping out to kind of pursue it did they were they were they worried for you because i know that a lot of parents over here they want you to be very stable they want you (laughs) to have that you know regular job so how is that um well to be honest i never really said to them oh i'm dropping out to pursue this i even in my own head i kind of knew that that's not what i was doing because like I, i knew for a while that um, my music wasn't anywhere near as good as anyone else's. I just really enjoyed it. Um, but my family are like working class. So even now, like people say to me, like, what do you do? Or I think I, um, I was like my grandma or something. I like asked, asked me about my job and I kind of explained it to her and she was like, well, why would anyone buy that? <laughs> or like even my dad was like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know why would anyone pay for an album cover? Um, so yeah, th- to be honest, no, like they didn't want me to, to, to pursue it probably. Um, when I dropped out, especially like I, I had to lie to my dad when I dropped out and I said to my dad that I was already making money from it. Um, cause he, he was like super angry at me for dropping out. And then, um, I couldn't move in with him because I told him I was making money from it and he wanted me to pay board, pay rent, but I didn't have any money to pay it. So yeah, they, they kind of know the truth now, but at the time I was just like 
lying about it and stuff so they wouldn't be super mad at me. Yeah. Well, you know what? you got to go, go through that sometimes to kind of make the dreams come yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad, like, when I was, when I was like, at college, my dad made me get a job as, as a cleaner. I hated it. Um, my dad's, like, very much, like, never had a sick day. Um, gets up at, like, 5 a.m. To, to go to work and comes home and goes to bed and, and has a drink. Do you know what I mean? So it's like trying to explain to my dad that I want to do something creative is not not the easiest thing. Yeah, because, well, let me know if your parents are like this as well. My parents don't necessarily understand what I do. Like, they, they see what I make and they're like, all right, okay, cool. I can see you're kind of going somewhere with it. But I think at the end of the day, they just want the best for us, don't they? You know, and they're... Yeah. They're always trying to look out for us, and, and that's why they kind of seem a little bit concerned and, you know, like, confused, because they don't get it. <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. boomers, they're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, my dad doesn't really even understand the internet, um, never mind, like, the music industry or, or what, a, like, a graphic design asset is. So, yeah, it's pretty hard to get the message across. But, like, when I... It's more like when you can say... Um, here's a picture of my work on a billboard or like, um, this is, look, I'm this, I've paid all my bills this month from, from artwork or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, it is, it is a real thing. Then you're not just pissing around on the internet. Sorry, I'm allowed to swear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, wanna, you can, you yeah. can say what you want, man. Say what you want. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, so let's pretend, you know, I am. Uh, Mr. Nobody, I, I don't have any connections. I don't have, you know, any work behind me. And, you know, you've kind of built something from the ground up. You've kind of gone from being a nobody, at least in the graphic design world, to being a somebody. Nah, uh, at I least... don't say that. Nah, say in, that. My, in my eyes, you have. <laughs> you know, you've got, you've got a, a, some pretty cool clients. You've got, you know, uh, a, a big Instagram page that a lot of people know about and they enjoy using your assets, you know, and... Thank and, you. And it seems like you've... you've <laughs> please, ba- please stop being nice. <laughs> <laughs> seems like you're doing okay. You know, you said that you've managed to pay bills and everything with your graphic design work. So you are doing well, you know? Let's admit that. You are doing well. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I'll concede that. <laughs> let's say let's say I'm Mr. Nobody, nobody and I'm trying to think of what do I do in order to get to a position like you? Um, might be yeah. in the graphic design world, maybe in another one, but what kind of first steps would you recommend taking in order to get get off the ground and and how do i become you essentially <laughs> um i mean it's hard to say like uh what i would say is um don't be afraid of like making mistakes um and failing at everything until it works because like even now um i i i dro- i went to uni and dropped out I still have loads of debt from that uh, student debt. I paid off my overdraft and stuff. Um, my attendance at university was terrible. Like I didn't get very good grades at school. I even at, even at that job I was at, like um, I was pretty close to just getting sacked. Um, so like now when I've I'm here and I have like the opportunity to to do something, I've I've made all the mistakes before, and like I know I know not to do all that stupid stuff again. Um, I feel like now, uh, if, if I had all this stuff now, 
if I had all the stuff I had, I have now, when I was like 19 or 18, I would have just fucked it up. Um, I would have just like not got out of bed, uh, not done the work, not replied to emails, half-assed stuff, gone out and got drunk, whatever. Um, yeah, just don't, don't rush things and like, I know it's really general advice, but don't rush anything and just be okay with just failing at, at things because it's better to fail when there's nothing to lose than fail when you've got lots to lose. Does that make sense? Because uh, like all the attendance stuff, like when I was at university, I, I did hate it and I, I was pretty miserable. But nowadays, I I if I have something to do, if you email me at 2am about something, I usually just get up out of bed, come to my desk, reply to the email and go back to bed. Because I I fucked up uni by not getting out of bed. I mean, to me, getting up at two in the morning to reply to an email does seem a bit obsessive. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, but I, I just, what I mean is like, I just don't, um, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to working in a call centre or being a cleaner. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, why would I when I can do this that I love? Um, and if I'd have just had all this stuff when I was a kid, um, if I, if I'd have rushed it or like if, I don't know, just be, if I was gutted when I was that age and, and things weren't going well or like no one cared about my work or my music or, or whatever I was doing, I had like no followers at all, no clients, wasn't making any money from it. But in reality, if I, if I hadn't have failed at all that back then, now when people are looking and, and stuff, I wouldn't be like delivering on it and, and taking the opportunities when they're there and, and stuff, if that makes sense. I was going to say, if you want me to say something that's a bit more like um, relevant to like right now, if you were a nobody uh, or if you were just starting or whatever, um, I would get on things like TikTok and Instagram and start making like reels and, and uploading uh, people do like the three, six, five challenges. And I've seen some people like my friend Caroline, um, who she got rejected from university two years ago. She spent a year doing daily posters and now she's got a freelance career. Um, so like, I, I know what I said before is a bit general, but if you're watching this right now and, and you, you are that person, then that's what I would do right now. Yeah. I mean, social media has been like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how successful in their career, a lot of artists have been from their social media uh, success. But I've seen countless number of people who do like logos every day or designs every day, posters every day, things like that. And their accounts have just skyrocketed. And it's yeah. a really good way to separate yourself from everybody else, right? Because if you're delivering every single day along with all your client work, like it, one, it shows that you're committed and two, you're going to make a lot of mistakes and improve from it. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense to... If you really want to take it seriously, do something like a 365 challenge. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, you, you said you've got um, Caroline. I know there's overset text that you know a little yeah. bit as well. Like how well are they doing from a freelance perspective as well? Are they are they like kind of converting? Does it really help with getting clients in? Because it does get a lot of eyes on your work. Yeah, I, I don't really, I don't know to be, I don't ask them too much in detail, but like Caroline right now, uh, I had to message her and say, I'm going to miss it. But right now she's doing a live stream with Adobe, uh, which she'll get paid for. Damn. Um, 
and stuff, which is really cool considering two years ago she got rejected from like a design university. Um, it, it's more like it's more that if you if you are posting consistently on any platform, they're going to reward your account. Um, more people are going to see your work. So if your work is good, it'll lead to something at the very least. Like you're not going to have thousands of people looking at your account and gain nothing from it. Do you know what I mean? You'll gain something. I'm not really, I'm not really on TikTok. I, I made an account recently, but um, yeah, I'm, the videos, I, I put a video on TikTok and it gets like 200 views, but on Instagram, it could get like a hundred thousand. So yeah. I'm trying to just put more time into the Instagram videos instead. You've had that social media success. Um, and has that impacted your, real life with your friends or 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 how people have perceived you <laughs> at all um the thing is it's not about me my instagram if it was about me or videos of me it it would never have gone this far um i not not really like uh in real life because like my girlfriend i've been with for eight or nine Eight or nine years. I don't know which, if she watches. Hopefully she doesn't watch. <laughs> um, my uh, my best, I have like three friends who I speak to and I've known them since I was in like year eight, year seven. So like they don't really give a fuck <laughs> about, about whatever. I'm just, I don't know. Like they'll come around this weekend and we'll watch UFC and then I'll see them the next time there's a UFC event or I don't know. They don't, we don't really talk about graphic design do you know what i mean but it's like when you were saying before like oh you if i'm a nobody like you're a somebody and i like i can't i i i almost hate that because it's like um i don't i don't want to be that guy who thinks that it matters because it's just an instagram page um in reality like if i if it was if it was just me um even I'm trying, I'm just loading it up now. Like if you look at when I put out some information or something I've learned or what, or a free resource, it, it might get uh 200,000 views if it's a real or like, I think four or 5,000 likes if it's um like a carousel post or whatever. But if you then go to like me being like, here, buy this thing, it goes down to like a thousand or less. Um So yeah, it's it's not it's not about me. It's it's never about me. It's more about just, uh, I, I don't know, just just contributing somehow to design. Does that make sense? Providing value to other sense. people in the community. Yeah, yeah. It's not about me. It, it no one cares who who I am or, or or whatever. It's just that like, um. I'm lucky enough to have this platform where I can tell people something that might be useful and, and that's when they care. So yeah, I don't really, I hope no one sees me that way anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think some people do care about it because like me, for example, or, or Jesse or anybody else who's like asked about your story, we clearly care about, yeah. you know, your story and what you have to say. So yeah, no, I, on a personal level. Yeah. yeah and I, I appreciate like you having me on and, and Jesse having me on and stuff, but, um, the, you know, like the whole parasocial uh, element of things where people, 
I don't know. I just hope, I, I hope no one would view it as more than, because Instagram could delete my page tomorrow and I'm back in a call center. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it's never about me. So I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Very humble. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to be a girl because if I was like, oh yeah, I'm, look at me, I'm, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to quickly, very quickly probably start failing when I decide to not work on a, on something that will help people. And I'm just like, oh, here's a selfie and it gets 10 likes or, do you know what I mean? I'm going to quickly fall off. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've considered, um, looking into digital assets because I have a few friends who also sell digital assets, people who sell textures, mm. people who sell mock-up packs for t-shirts. Um, and so it's something that I've, I've considered, but do you have any kind of top tips of the do's and don'ts and, and how to market that? Because one of the reasons that I've not put it out yet is, um, well, one, I think I need a good enough idea that 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 needs to be done better than anybody else, I guess, in order for it to, you know, um, do well. But also, I don't know if I have anybody who's actually interested in buying anything like that. So, do you have any tips as to where to start with that? Um. So first, like I would say, assume assume no one's interested in buying. This is what I do. I assume no one's interested in buying it. Um, and you have, you have to, yeah, whatever it is you've made, like, um, whether it's, even if it's something for free, like if you're just starting out, if you assume no one is interested in buying it or doing anything with it, when you then put it out and 10 people download it, it's like, you're not, don't set yourself up to be disappointed because like I said, the first like four or five things I did, no, no one cared, no one bought it, um, no one used it. Even when people were starting to buy things, no one was like tagging like, oh, I used this product from this person. Because um, even now, like, I, I'm sure it's the same with other people, but even now I'll release something and no one buys it. Because it, if it's not if it's not interesting or if it's been done before by someone else but better, um, the stuff on my website that's maybe sold like twice <laughs> ever. Um so yeah, don't, don't go in with like crazy expectations. Um, and I would start on a website like Gumroad or something before moving over to your own website or, or even just staying on Gumroad actually, because having your own website is pretty hard. What makes you say that? Uh, well, we were just speaking before, weren't we, about, I don't know if I told you what, but like the past two weeks I've just been dealing with like loads of server issues and. Um, people downloading things and the servers corrupted the file or just, uh, whereas if you're on Gumroad or, or something like that, they'll, they'll, you don't even have to go to their server and find out how much space you have. You just put it on there. You set the price and when people buy it, uh, Gumroad just deliver it for you. Like you don't have to worry about the delivery and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's all about making it easier, isn't it? I've done a similar thing yeah. recently, like. Don't know if you noticed, but with this podcast, like it automatically sends emails to give you reminders and make sure that you can confirm to come. I get emails. I get a text reminder one day before and one hour before to make sure everything's streamlined. It automatically generates the Zoom code for me. Um, it automatically yeah, carries really over good. to my phone. You know, 
Like, that just makes my, my life so much easier. And even though I have to pay for that convenience, like, it's helping me not have to have the headache of manually sending out emails to any anybody that I uh, get on the show, manually yeah. making the Zoom link and sending it to them and blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it's, it's worth it to invest and kind of make your life easy. <laughs> yeah, when you sent, first sent me the thing, because I remember now I'd put on that post about dropping out of uni and, and you messaged me about the podcast and you sent me a thing to I was like whoa like book my I had to I could pick whatever time or whatever I should have clicked like 5am just to piss you off but <laughs> um yeah it was it was good like not I don't want to talk shit on anyone else's podcast I've been on but that no one else has had that so yeah that is good no but like it just makes sense doesn't it like instead yeah, of ping-ponging are you free this day are you free that day this time that time what time zone this that, and everything like yeah. you just have Here's a booking thing. Book a time like you're, you know, going to the doctors or something like that. And <laughs> happy days. Done. Yeah. Dr. Sav. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was, con- I was considering being a doctor. And then I spoke to a bunch of doctors and the main consensus was, don't worry about how much money you'll be making because you'll never have any time to spend it. Um, well, uh, I think that's the same for graphic design, isn't it? Yeah, I was just about to say, like, yeah. I I don't make as much money as a doctor, and I still don't have any time anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, you should have took the, the 100k a year to be a GP. <laughs> that would be pretty sick, 100k a year. How, how much do you think... I know this might be a bit of a invasive question, so fine if you don't answer it, but how much do you think you will be happy with, or how much do you think the point... There will be a point of, like, having no more money will make you no happier? Um... I I don't want to sound like I do, I don't make a ton of money now, but happiness wise, like I don't I don't know that really it's gonna get any better. Like I'm I'm I get to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just sat talking to you on a what is it Wednesday? Um, I don't really spend any money on anything that isn't related to like my business. Um, everything else just goes in savings just in case. So like, I'm pretty, I'm doing pretty good. So like, I don't know. I, I, that's not to say I make it. I definitely don't make a hundred K a year. Um, I think I make probably even less than what like the national average is or something, but, uh, I'm like time wealthy. Do you know what I mean? I get to spend my time on, on whatever I want. And usually it's work anyway. Um, you said before, you said like, oh, I was up till seven in the morning and like, today's the first day I'm back. You know, when your sleeping pattern gets so bad and then it flips back to being, being good. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so t- t- today I woke up at 8am. Um, I think the day before I woke up at like 4am, the day before I woke up at like 1am, um, just because I'm just working all the time. So I don't, I don't really know that. If I earn another 50 grand, like I'd expand. And if I earn another 10 grand, like I'd be nice to have it in the bank or uh, tell my girlfriend that she could reduce her hours or do you know what I mean? Or, or help my dad retire or I don't know. But yeah, I like I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> well, I think the main problem is I'm only 19. So are you I'm really? Even... Yeah, yeah. All um, right. Okay. I have not even moved out yet, you know. So, so you you full time freelance? Yeah, I I dropped out of uni That's as well. Sick. 
Well yeah. done, mate. You're fucking killing it. 19. <laughs> Thank I you. thought I thought you. I'm 25 now. I feel right. old, but I thought you. When in fact you said a minute ago, um, you said you mentioned being on TikTok and still being at school, and I was like, oh, uh, we're not the same age then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was Vine. It was Vine when I was at school. I, yeah, I feel so old now. <laughs> Don't worry. I used I used Vine as well. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, to give you a quick overview, like I went to uni last year. Um, to go do biology, simultaneously the best and worst decision, because like one, it was pretty terrible, but two, I found out I didn't want to be at uni and I didn't want to do that. So blessing in disguise yeah. at the end of the day. And then literally like one year ago today, um, well, one year ago yesterday was the day I came home from um my first term at university and decided I want to take a gap year. Um, and right. from there, like I just invested like my life savings into a PC and started learning 3D and there's like Same. <laughs> there's like a 6 month period of time where I just I could probably count on two hands like the number of days I didn't touch blender and like do something to do with my creative stuff and um I just kind of that, that, that to me like that's worth more than any degree like that's 6 months where you can um Whatever it is you're doing, like if you once you realise this is what I want to do, and and you've got some time to do it, like um, even when like my girlfriend or like my friends who I just told you about, um, my friend Adam graduated like uh, from graphic design with the highest two or no first first same goes for my girlfriend. Um, but even then, like on a night they're doing something else, they're going out for food or they're um, I don't know. You you have a part time job while you're at uni, but like I think if you if you can just sit and just do that thing for six months or however long it is, like that's invaluable. Because it's not not the same. wasn't Blender because I'm crap at three D. But there was a there was a time between COVID starting um, and me quitting my job where they'd sent um, us home to work from home from this call center. Um, and I had a work computer here, my computer here, and I would literally through the day I would be sat like this. I'd have my headphones on here for my my design stuff, and then I would have the call center like thing here sticking out. I'd have two keyboards and two uh, mice, mouses, mice, um, on my desk, and I would just like half-ass my job as much as possible. This this probably was for about six months and just work all day um i would i would be getting up at eight to start my shift anyway so i would be working from eight and then when i finished my shift i'd carry on working to like one or two in the morning or, or something on design stuff anyway and that like the cumulative working hard every day is pays off i think more than a degree or something where you're kind of doing a lecture for this subject and then on the weekend you went out and you got smashed and now you're hungover on Monday or do you know what I mean? I don't know if you agree, but I think when for a creative, if you can have that six months of, of just doing your thing, like that's invaluable. Yeah, I I kind of agree with the sentiment. Like I personally believe that seventy five percent of the unis in the UK should just be shut down. Like they should <laughs> just they should just get rid of them. Because at the end of the day, they're just businesses. Like they're not oper- yeah. operating to genuinely 
enrich the lives of young people. They're just there yeah, to make 100%. money. Because think about it, right? If I can get somebody in to do a three-year course, right? I make 10 grand a year from just the tuition, or nine grand, and yeah. then I'll make whatever money um, their accommodation is because I own the building for the accommodation that I bought yeah. 50 years ago for absolutely nothing. And, and you've not touched it, and the heating's broke. Exactly. And there's mould everywhere. Because people yeah. just expect it to be crap because it's student accommodation. And yeah. the government are happy about it because they're making money from all the loans. When people um, take a bunch of student loans and then just off the interest, they're just making money, 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 money. So yeah. I just personally think that most of the universities in the UK operate primarily as businesses. And that's not the they're not in the best interest of uh, the students. You're right. 100%. And so, yeah. For creative people, I've talked to a bunch of creative people. I've talked to people who have been in the animation industry and like the movie industry, uh, graphic design world, and all of them who are like well um, experienced have said like the university or the degree that you have if you're doing a creative career does not matter at all because your work is the yeah. number one thing that matters. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we got onto this because when I dropped out, like. I was, I was terrified and I remember, literally I remember going on YouTube and typing in what to do if you dropped out of university and nothing came up. Um, and obviously the answer was just get a job, but like, uh, I don't know. I just, when, when I was at school, like all the teachers were like, no, you have, you have to go to uni. If you don't go to uni, um, you're going to make less money and blah, blah, blah. I literally remember they got... At my school, uh, they got us, my year group together, split us between the kids they thought were thick and the kids they thought were smart, put one uh, one group in one room, one group in another room, said to the, the kids they thought were dumb, right, you should go and study a trade, you should go and like um, build us college or plumbing or electrician or whatever. And then the smart kids uh, with good predicted grades... Um, they got us in the other room and were like, okay, you need to apply for uni. This is UCAS. This is how you do it. Write a personal statement, blah, blah, blah. And looking back now, I wish I, w- I wish I went and just did plumbing because I'd be a graphic designer anyway, but I'd know how to fix my tap or, or fit a bathroom or, or whatever. Whereas I've just went to uni and, and got in debt and dropped out anyway. Um, so yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Like, the, the system in the UK is um, not great. Yeah, you have to also remember that the reason that your school did that, like, as, as bad as it sounds, is they saw you as, like, a number on their statistics of whether yeah. you got into uni or not. And they yeah. saw the other people, like, as, you know, they just, they're just not looking in the interest of the student. They're looking in their yeah, own it's interest. It's, exactly. it's being able to say at the open day... Um, X percent of our blah, blah, blah went on to study at this level of university or, or whatever. Um, I remember like the, at school, the, if it, there was some kids that were applying to go to like Oxford and, and Cambridge and stuff and like, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to use like quite a, a bad, um, uh, like euphemism if you like that, but I'm not going to say it. Um, they were like flies swarming around shit. We've had the teachers were on them, like so excited because they knew they were going to get to be like, Oh, one of my kids went to Oxford or one of my, one of our students went to, 
you know what I mean? Uh, this amazing university. But yeah, it's it's all just so they can boost their uh, their open day numbers and and everything like that. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're in university or college or like you're going into that stage, we're not saying you should drop out. <laughs> we're not saying you should do that. However, I'm I'm not saying we, everybody shouldn't go to university because obviously some people should. Um, mm. But just like some people like should go university just some people shouldn't you know like it's just, it's just not meant yeah. for everybody um and you have to you have to be the one to kind of look in the best interest of yourself because when you're at that age where you know like 18 19 or whatever it is and you're uh t- people telling you to go to university people telling you to do that and this like you do have to think what do you want what what is it that you think is best for yourself and what career route what career path can 100%. you actually see going down there yeah um, and it's okay if the, if you are that age uh it's okay if you don't even know because um, I did. I didn't know really that I didn't. This just happened. Like it's not like I'm still planned know, do to we? do this. <laughs> yeah, this is just what I'm doing now, and it's just what happened. And um, they, everything could go wrong tomorrow, and in another five years, I could be doing something else that I that I enjoy or whatever. Um, I I think if you are like if you have it in you to work hard and be okay with. Not things aren't going to happen immediately for you, and you're okay with that, and you're okay just sticking at something. It doesn't matter if you get a degree or not. Like I think you'll you'll be okay if you pursue something. Yeah, I I agree. Um, but you kind of also have to have a look at the job prospects of the degree that you're looking into. Because for example, I was going to do biology, right? What a useless degree! I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to anybody who's doing a biology degree or who has done one. Well. What about COVID and stuff? Like maybe now it'll be, there'll be a boom in biology graduates getting sick jobs. No, but no, but there's, I don't think there's any shortage of people doing science degrees. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the, that's enough. the problem. There's no shortage of people doing science degrees. And the majority of people who do a STEM subject, they don't go into science. So like, there's no shortage of them. And so when I have a look like now at the um, career prospects for a, biology degree it's like most people just go into banking or go into finance or do like a undergraduate scheme like any other degree and you if you if you're wanting to get into an office and kind of do work your way up a company and do that thing that's absolutely fine go ahead do that if you're wanting to if you have a specific field to go into and you need to go to uni to it to do it like great but to me it's just like it's it's time that you could have spent investing in yourself and doing something it's time misused by just dawdling and not knowing what yeah. you're doing and going out on the weekends um that i just think is is part is part of culture now you know it's part of culture in the uk to be like yeah. oh yeah this is like 99 percent of uni students do that uh 99 percent of people our age are doing that um yeah so it's it's, it's diff- well my age at least are doing that so it's difficult yeah. to kind of I'm not that out of it. <laughs> no, but like you, you've, you're <laughs> old enough to to be out of uni. I'm sorry, I'm not. I don't yeah, yeah, mean no, to make you I'm joking. Video. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I, and I did all like I. You go, you go to uni, and especially because, um, my, I put the the address and all the stuff on my uni application form. Um, having my parents who are like working class and, and my dad doesn't have a degree and, and whatnot, they were willing to loan me more money because they could see that I was not broke, but like 
um, my parents couldn't fund it for me. So you go and you put like a teenager who's never had money and you're like, hey, we're, we're going to give you three grand every three months. Uh, your accommodation's paid for already by a grant or, or whatever. And by the way, make sure you go to classes and don't go out and do uh, loads of drugs and get drunk every night. But the pub is just around the corner. But uh, make sure you definitely don't do that. It's... um. You're set up to fail sometimes, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole other conversation, isn't it? Like money management and figuring out how to kind of sort yeah. your life out without without losing control, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I know what you mean. It, it, it can definitely be difficult to... The first time I got money, um, well, not not a whole lot of money, but the first time I kind of earned my own money was when I had a job working at the co-op um, when I was <laughs> I 16. <laughs> yeah. And despise the job, I'm not going to lie. I got to the point where I hated it. I would go around and one of the jobs that they gave me. Yeah. Yeah. One of the jobs that I gave, they gave me was to go around the whole store, look at every single shelf and look at every single item. If there was anything out of date, scan it, print out a label, put the sticker on it to say that it's reduced and put it back. And I had to do that for the whole <laughs> store. Like, a few times a week, and it would just kill me. It would, it would absolutely drain the life out of me. Soul crushing, in it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sim- similar stuff. For, like, I think. Well, no, I don't. I don't know why I said I think. I don't have to act like I didn't do this now because I am an adult. But when I had that cleaning job, my dad got me a, as a kid. I used to just turn up. There was two women who did like the bottom floor of this office. I did the top floor. Uh, I would just wait for the people who worked there to leave because it was like an evening job. Um, I would go into a room that didn't have a window, shut the door, lock the door, turn the vac on, and I'd just sit on my phone. And I didn't do any cleaning because um, it was just, I just hated it. And so they sacked me eventually, obviously. Um, but I think like, I, I know people now who um, are really smart and, and creative or really talented, but they are okay with, with just... Uh, changing out a date stickers at the co-op which is fine and there's nothing wrong with that but like they they could be a lot happier I think so I, I think you going and doing that and hating it is probably like really really good because if you loved it you might still be working at co-op and I think I think that's something that people need to realise like having a shitty job is so valuable because it teaches you exactly that it, it yeah. taught me I did not want to do that and no disrespect to anybody who works has like a job like that but yeah, I mean, all my family. That's, that's yeah. everyone. Yeah, same. And and that that's absolutely fine. But the truth is that a lot of people who who work at the co-op, like when they're adults, like they've kind of been in that kind of job forever. And if you surround yourself with that type of people, um, and you allow yourself to just kind of become victim of circumstance and be there, like you will yeah. end up being there for longer than you want. You'll end up, you know, not not becoming, um, not wanting to do what you want and and chasing your own kind of thing yeah it's easy to forget like when i when i started at that call center um there was like a bunch of people who were all my age who who we started like together um and i i remember a couple of people being like yeah i'll probably be here like a year and then i'm gonna go and do this and and they're still there now um and it's like it's because they get paid sort of just enough to to live and and all their friends are there and, and stuff. So it's very easy to, to forget like the thing you wanted to do. And then before you know it, you're like you're 30 or something. And it's, it's kind of escaped you. I mean, long story short, you know, 
do what suits you and have a proper think about what you want to do. Simple as that, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's there's more options than you might think. And I think that's why it's important to have conversations like this, you know, where you've got two people who dropped out of university and managed to do their own thing. One person's, you know, in doing graphic design and selling digital assets and the other person, me, is just like doing 3D for random people and and like they both they're both viable options for people you just yeah, have to figure I, out your I love own that way. that's it's i didn't know you dropped out i think i think you you spoke about it, but i didn't know you actually did it um but yeah i i really want I, I at some point i think i said i was going to do it this year and i never did it but i really want to make something somewhere so that if someone does drop out and they do type it in like i did something comes up about yeah. it um because it's not the end of the world. It it doesn't even matter. Like I've never had a client who's asked me about qualifications and I've worked for like Sony Music, Warner Brothers, Universal, um, as well as loads of independent small artists as well. And no one's ever even mentioned qualifications to me. And I'm sure it's the same for you. And I'm confident you could ask any any freelancer, like any big well-known uh, designer, and I, I guarantee they've never been asked about it. No. I mean, even resumes in our industry are like very, like, they're just kind of useless. People people don't really care about a resume. It's more about portfolios and reels and, and things like that. 100%. Just having something tangible that people can say, all right, this guy can make this, he's the guy for the job. Or, you know, this it's as simple as that. Um, make, yeah. make good work. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And as well, if you've worked on something, you, you could graduate and get a degree in biology but if you go on and do 3d uh modeling for like some i don't know like a game that blows up like Fortnite or something they're not going to look at the degree on your cv you might not even need to put it on there anymore you just be like oh yeah look at this crazy thing i worked on and they'll hire you yeah and you get paid for that you don't get in debt <laughs> yeah i mean it's a bit different in the US because it's kind of real debt over there, whereas here it's not real debt. If you know what I mean, like they wipe it, yeah. and um, it's not it's not the same because in the US, like it counts as proper debt, and it, it can affect your credit really? score and things like that. It's I nuts. didn't know that. Yeah, right. So I did not know that. Yeah, I know not, that in the UK it's it's debt, but it's not. It's it, I don't. The thing I suppose that bothers me about it is that it's still like hanging over you, like. Oh, maybe one day we'll come and repossess everything you have. Maybe we'll change the <laughs> law. Um, but you just you just never know if they're going to do it or not. Do you know what I mean? I'd be very worried if they repossessed your whole house on the, the basis <laughs> no, of you know not paying debt. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean. But they one day they say, "Oh, actually, we've we've decided now that it is real debt." Uh, and by the way, it's this crazy interest rate and. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't, I'm not, I'm not making any progress paying it off. I just pay the minimum. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, like, there isn't really much stopping them from doing that. Like, exactly. If, that's if they what, said, that's all the right, scary thing. from now on, student loans, they're going to be, you know, 5% interest. Like, everybody's going to be like, well, yo, what is going on? Like, that's not fair. But yeah. at the end of the day, what can you do? You know, like, most people who go yeah. into university, they need the money and their parents can't afford to pay for everything. So what are you going to do? Just not yeah. take a loan and be broke and eat nothing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll never, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make your podcast like all political and stuff, but they'll never, if you remember, 
seeing like on the news and stuff, all the protests that happened when they raised it from three grand a year to nine grand a year, those protests were covered everywhere. They were, they were huge and they still did it. Um, even now, like just this, I've got like a news tab thing open here and they're on about how they had all those parties during the lockdowns. They don't care about normal people. They'll, if they want to slap a crazy interest on it, they're just going to do it. So, I would say, honestly, I would just say, if you're creative, I don't even bother with uni, but I know that's not the official message of this podcast, <laughs> but that's that's my my advice. This is, we are not life advisors. However, university no. didn't work out for either of us, and we're still doing all right. This, this is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah. Okay, sick. Well, uh, before we kind of wrap things up, I want to ask you, a few kind of quick fire questions. So, um, yeah, the first one would be, what would be some advice for your younger self? Oh, um, <laughs> um, just like chill out and stop. Uh, I, I'm, I worry about everything even now, but less about less important things. Like now, if I leave the house, and I walk five minutes down the road, I'll turn around every time and come around and check out a lot of the door and shit. Um, but I used to be like that with like, just that, like, oh, if I, if I don't go to, if I, if I don't graduate or if I don't fix university or if I don't get a better job or if I don't move out soon or whatever, I'm just going to be a failure and I'm going to waste my life or do you know what I mean? Like, um, I, w- I would say just stop, just don't care as often and just, I don't know, just don't worry about things so much. Don't take life as seriously. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, the next question would be how much, you've you've had a decent amount of success. Um, don't want to, you know, blow your trumpet <laughs> too much, um, but you have and and... How much of that would you say is down to your hard work, and how much of that would you say is down to chance? Oh, um, I think uh, I, I want to say hard work, but I I think they're the same thing: hard work and chance. And that sounds wrong, but I think that if you are working on something every single day, then you are going to be there when the opportunities come every time. Um, obviously, if you've got a job or whatever, working on it every day is hard. Um, but like I said before, like if you email me at 2am, I will get I will get up and reply to it. Like if you're seeing this now and you bought something from my website or whatever and you email me tonight at 2am, like I'll, unless I'm flat asleep, I'll get up and reply to it. Same goes for clients, um, my I did a project recently for Sony um, where they just emailed the artist, messaged me, sorry, DM me on a random burner account with no followers asking me about a price. And I went and replied to it anyway, even though I thought there's no way this is going to go anywhere. Um, but if, I, if you're not working hard, then you're going to miss the chances. Does that make sense? So I think hard work um, means that you'll... you'll the chance is, it's not, it's not chance anymore. You, you're there, you're doing it. So it pays off. Does that, I don't know if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. If you, if you had to kind of then put 
numbers on how much. Would you be able to do that? Like how much is chance and how much is hard work? Maybe 50-50 because one relies on the other. Like you're not going to get chances without hard work, but um, yeah, if I don't, you can't just expect things to come. Like um, he, won't, he won't mind me saying, but I mentioned my friend Adam earlier who um, graduated with like top marks, amazing degree. He's really talented. And when I always tell him like, come on, you should try to be freelance. You should, you should do something. Um, and he always says, oh, well, I'd, I'd do it if people wanted me to, but I, he knows this, but that, that means that you're not going to do it because no one's going to want you to do it until you're already doing it. Do you know what I mean? No one's going to want to buy your assets or no one's going to want to pay you to do album covers until you are already doing that and they can see that. So, um, they go hand in hand, 50% work and 50% chance, I think. Yep. I like that. I like that. And the final question would be, if you, if let's say everybody in the world is watching this podcast right now, um, what would be your one message for them? <laughs> Go buy. No, um, I'm joking. <laughs> that, was, that would be the smoothest plug I've ever seen. <laughs> Go buy everything on my, yeah, everything on my website. And I'll retire and never do anything again. No, I don't know. If everyone was watching this in the world, to be honest, I might, I might just say that because fuck it, why not? <laughs> go, go buy, go buy something from my website. Um, I don't know. Uh, subscribe to this channel. There you go, mate. <laughs> You've now got like seven billion subs. Sick. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be pretty hard to not use that opportunity uh, selfishly. <laughs> yeah, I feel, you, I feel. You. All right, cool. Well, um, I've really enjoyed this episode with you jack um if people want to find your stuff find your work where can they go uh if you go to albumartarchive.store all my links are at the bottom all right perfect easier yeah sick well once again thank you very much and uh thanks for having me mate Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Bit Between. If you want to check out any of the assets or resources made by Jack, just go ahead and follow Album Art Archive on Instagram. And if you're interested, I'm going to be live streaming some of the process behind making my new short animated film. You can find that on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash the dog. And during these live streams, you guys are going to be able to vote to pick what assets or characters or shots can make it into the final part of the movie. So if you want to be part of that process and you want your ideas to be included in my first short animated film then please check out the live streams all right well thank you very much for listening and i'll catch you guys in the next episode of the bit between